0: This is Mark Tirado, and when I'm not eating warm hot dogs, I'm listening to Lemon City Live.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Mark.
2: Loves this stuff. I'm not that big. Almost as much as he loves warm hot dogs. Oh
1: no! Oh no! Oh
0: no! Stop being a bitch.
2: Hello, everybody out there in podcast listening land. We are Lemon City Live, and today is Wednesday, June 15th. We are live from Studio G605. Edwin, tell the people who you are.
3: I am Edwin, and I am here to give you that sweet, sweet sports hey. lemonade into <laughs> your ears. Going <laughs> He's
2: going to keep man. pounding that drum until Gus is beaten by attrition.
3: Oh,
4: yeah. I know. I think I, think I can last a little longer than Edwin when it comes to annoying stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah. I'm... Who are you, Gus? He's producer.
4: I'm Gus. I'm producer Fungus.
2: <laughs> I am the man they like to call hipster. And rip. I know more about
3: sports than you. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so we're all just doing that. You know what? <laughs> Ask me about hashtag Lemon City Live. <laughs> hey, you know what? We're three dudes talking
2: sports Don't now. Don't start with <laughs> me. No, not no,
1: working.
2: Well, about to be four today. Coming up on today's show, we will obviously discuss the NBA finals. We're all a little bit surprised here that it's going longer than five games, but we'll get to that later. We will also discuss everything that is going on in the world of soccer, our local and international as well. But we will be joined in a moment here by a friend of the show, Aaron Burrell. He works for NBCOlympics.com, but
0: I will let him introduce himself. Aaron, how are you doing? I'm good, guys. I'm good. Uh, so as, uh, as mentioned, I am the affiliate web editor for NBCOlympics.com. We, I work with the affiliate stations around the country. And uh, we're pretty excited. We're all working hard and making sure that this upcoming Olympics is, you know, the best one put on yet and that all the viewers around the country get to uh, get to really feel like they're there in Rio.
3: Awesome. So awesome. I'm, I'm
0: glad you guys I'm glad you guys invited me on. I'm glad to glad yeah. to join you. Well, Definitely. We're
3: glad for having you here. Thank you so much for joining us and uh, being a part of our uh, Lemon City here. <laughs>
0: but, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm,
3: <laughs> now, you said you listened to, uh, to our last show, correct?
0: Yes, I did. I did, awesome. and uh, I love you guys. I love your show. It's uh, it's, it's very interesting. Thank uh, you. We
2: very much appreciate that. But we have to get something out of the way, and that is, you obviously think that Edwin is dead wrong all the time, right? Because <laughs> no sane person could possibly side with this guy.
0: I mean, I guess I'm not saying that because I'll have to pick his side a couple times. Yeah,
2: there you I go. mean,
0: first of all, it comes. I mean, I'm a Chelsea fan, yeah. and uh oh, and that's okay. I've, I've that's heard.
2: Okay. I'll accept that. <laughs>
0: I've heard he is too, so I have to I have to take a side. Huge fan.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, nice. but I was more talking about his insanity when it comes to the Golden State Warriors <laughs> and his hot take attitude on all
0: this shit. I just can't much well, very much handle it. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm not a fan of the Warriors, but I do like what they're doing, and I don't think a lot of people are really giving them credit for what they're doing or understand how hard it is. So I mean, I guess you guys should cut him a little bit more slack on on that end.
2: They're, I, they're just like, to me, it's, it's amazing what I'm watching here. It's kind of like uh, realizing that you're in the middle of an evolution. Because if 10 years from now, the NBA decides that the three-point line needs to be moved back a few feet, Steph Curry will absolutely be the reason as to why.
3: And he'll be ready for it, too, because he's already shooting be, like exactly. six Exactly. He'll still line. be ready
0: for it. <laughs> he'll still be ready for it. I mean, his range is un- unbelievable. He crosses, you know, half court, and he's already somewhat in shooting range, which is just absolutely absurd I mean yeah he's
2: but he is, like him. if he's on the floor that's you know you got to guard him
3: now he is the most yeah. frustrating player to watch though if you're like if you're not a fan of the Warriors and you know we're uh, here collectively we're heat fans, and when he was playing against the heat this season, there were shots where he's like you know six feet behind the three point line and he's shooting it sideways backwards it feels like, yep. and it just every time he you know it goes off his fingertips you're like it's going in it's going in and it goes in so it's, oh yeah it's got to be. The most and we were talking about this on a prior show. It's it's the most frustrating level of a villain of a villain that you can have for your home team because he looks like mortal. He doesn't look superhuman. It's not like when Jordan or Shaq was physically manhandling people down in the paint or yeah, you know, or Braun with his size. It's yeah, just, it's a different type of of just poison man i just i, I hate it
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, I don't know i i'm I'm a, I'm a fan of it i think like we we're witnessing history and i think in and you know like, t- like you said in 10 20 years they maybe move the line back and then we tell our kids you know once upon a time that uh the line was a little bit further and there was this guy steph curry who was shooting from back there anyway yeah. you know, like, i just think it, it's just amazing to see like and and to witness history is, is pretty cool i mean i I grew up my my dad watched, you know, the great NBA teams of the past and he'd say, like, Oh, you don't know anything about like big Oscar Robinson and so on and those guys. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah, whatever, you know, like just kind of yeah. brushing it off. So now it's kind of cool to have like that moment in history where I can say, like, I've seen this firsthand. So I want I want them to pull through. Uh but we'll see, you know, game we'll yeah, we, see in game six.
2: Well, I mean, for me, one last thing on that is just that uh I, I, I watch this team and it's like you know, it's Steve Kerr's job to coach this team, but he pretty much doesn't have to do anything anymore. He just sits down the entire game, and, you know, unless he's a little stressed, maybe he, he, he punches, gets up, uh, he stretches the legs a little bit. But, I mean, for me, look, I, I see LeBron, left. and he's bitching at, like, Kyrie Irving or Kevin Love <laughs> when, the, like, the, uh, you know, the offensive rotation isn't what it should be on, on the other side of the ball or something. But I see Klay Thompson and Steph Curry rising up from near half court on, like, a turnaround, one-handed, one-legged, off-wrong foot, And Steve Kerr doesn't tell them anything. And it's because he fucking can't. Like, they make these shots. They make these circus shots. So what are you going to tell them? At this point, he's given up. He's like, all right, let them do what they want.
0: Exactly. I mean, to me, he's got the best job in all sports. Like I would be Steve Kerr in a heartbeat. You can just go out there night after night in a nice little stoop, watch your guys just go out there and just perform like that. I mean, I... I'll take his job
3: any day of the week. Yeah, like, all the dude does is smile, and the only emotion we've seen, he punched the dry erase board, and they go on, like, a 30 to 15 run, and they pull away and win the game. So the one time (laughs) he's had to actually, like, show something and get his troops motivated because they were kind of slacking a little bit, it works. Yeah,
2: it's (laughs) kind of crazy what's happened here in the last couple seasons with Billy Donovan and Steve Kerr getting these openings that usually good teams do not fire their coaches. And they they just lucked into these situations.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was just saying, it's funny you mentioned Billy Donovan because I'm actually a huge Gators fan. Uh, oh, so I was boy. a little bit upset when when Billy D left. Uh, I know you guys are South Florida guys, so please, please don't tell me you guys are fans of the U.
2: Of course we are. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, Jim Laranaga is
0: my daddy. Okay. <laughs> oh, Good my run. God. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I don't know. I'm starting to reconsider this interview. I, I'm really.
1: <laughs> it's. it's,
0: it's there's only one university in Florida, and that's in Gainesville. Come no, on, man. Uh, Look,
2: I don't know what to tell you. I was outside of your, uh, of, your little, of your little hipster town over there not too long ago. I went up to Jenny Springs. I had a good time, but too many too many gator flags for my tasting.
3: Yeah, man. I'm not down with that gator chomp either. Like, my favorite gator oh. chomp was Brock Berlin running down the sidelines. Hell, yeah. When he did the comeback <laughs> against, the camp, against, uh, against your gators. That's the only time I liked it.
0: <laughs> it's all right, man. I, I'm hoping that you guys will become, you know, good again. That way, when the Gators play Miami, it'll be, you know, that Florida rivalry and get the nation's attention again. Because, oh. I mean, I'm I'm up in Connecticut, so I don't always get to watch the game. So if if you guys are good and Florida's good and they get to play each other, that means like one more game for me to watch. Exactly. So I'm I'm yeah. pulling that you guys are good, not great.
3: <laughs> well we'll be good we're just pulling that you guys will actually put us on the schedule that's, that's more the, like it right there that's yeah, our beef yeah. over here that, look whether we're good or bad we're always willing to take on the challenge but it's always been you know you guys with the resistance on us so you yeah, but uh yeah well I
0: mean when you're bad you don't want you to pat your schedule with you know <laughs> weaker <laughs> competition if, if you will oh boy <laughs> alright
3: alright we'll call it truce we'll call it truce
2: well you, you do <laughs> uh, the only enough. gator for me man yeah
3: that's actually it. that's that's the uh, the one gator that I think we can all agree on here that is, uh, that's okay in our books yep but, uh, oh, all right, all
4: right.
3: <laughs> but uh, now, I want to see, uh, tell us a little bit about the year, what you're going to be doing with the Olympics here. We're actually really excited. Uh, I'm, I'm actually a Summer Olympics guy. So this is the, I'm the Olympics. A hu- I'm, I'm a
2: huge. Aaron, I, I want you to understand something. I was born in Cuba, and one of the few international sporting events that's actually televised over there, along with, like, maybe the World Cup, is the Olympics, the Summer Olympics. And that's because Cuba was usually very good at certain events. Like Cuba had a lot of uh, good uh, track and field guys, baseball, when baseball was still an Olympic event, Uh, volleyball, they were really good, boxing, of course. So I grew up watching this stuff, and I loved it, man. I I couldn't get enough of the Olympics. And now that we have all these devices readily available, I'm like a crazy person when the Olympics come on. Like the TV, (laughs) the iPod, the iPhone, the laptop, everything's on at the same time, trying to see as many things as I can. (laughs)
0: Hey, I don't blame you guys. I don't blame you. I mean, I, I work with the, uh, the affiliate stations, So we're just, you know, trying to make sure that you have that access. I mean, we know that you fans want to see want to see the action and, and feel like you're there because it's not, you know, it's not very easy to get to Rio for, for a lot of people. Yes. Uh, so we're just trying to make sure that that quality is there and, and you know, and everything that we do and uh, make sure that it, it's good for you guys. But I'm actually a huge Summer Olympics fan myself. Uh, both my parents were born in Jamaica. So obviously track and field, Usain Bolt. Like it's huge. Uh, I mean,
1: that's awesome. it, this
0: is my first Olympics working it, so it's gonna be kind of hard when that gets on. Yeah, kind of switch from you know work to or switch from fan to, to you know being a professional and, and working it. Uh, but I'm I'm feeling excited. I mean, I can't wait for for track and field, as you said. Um, I can't wait. I actually can't wait to see the U.S. women's national team again play in the Olympics. Uh, yeah. I, I, yep. I mean. I wish the men's tournament was a full tournament as well uh, instead of, you know, the under-23 format. Yeah. Some players opting out of it who could play in it. Like, I'm hoping. Still keep my fingers crossed. So well. I don't know if it's going to happen. Neymar will play for Brazil. But, yeah, yeah, he I knows. mean, we'll see. Yeah,
3: I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he's going to. Yeah, I think they okay. gave him the option, either Copa America or the Correct. World Cup, Barcelona
2: and- allowed him to play in one summer tournament, and he chose the Olympics, obviously, because it was in his home.
3: We're 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 yes. excited about that too. And down here, there's a lot of. Uh, I mean, you know how Miami is. It's a big multicultural hotspot. We got you know Brazilian friends. We got Jamaican friends. We got friends from all over. So there's gonna be a place to watch it. We're gonna be excited. We're gonna be watching. So it's uh, we're, like I said, just excitement here, man. We soccer's big for us here. The the sports he mentioned. I'm well, a I'm a big track and field guy too, man. Yeah, but like, it's
2: everything. Like,
0: tell me, what are like, your favorite like, events, guys?
2: Well, for like a three Olympics uh, period there tell me the entire world did not stop every time David Phelps touched the water. Michael right. Phelps. I mean, Michael Phelps. <laughs> yes. David Phelps is a pitcher for the Marlins. Sorry. <laughs> right. i would be We're watching you Marlins, were Marlins in the baseball here as we're trying to record this thing. Uh, Yeah, every time Michael Phelps hit the water, the world stopped, right? And that's awesome. Like, only an event like the Olympics can do that when you dress yeah. it up in the flag or when it's just that international draw.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's the only time where fans of almost every single sport worldwide can really get together and be excited about the same sporting event you know the World Cup is obviously huge and and I mean I'm I grew up playing soccer so to me that's obviously the number one global sporting event mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I mean with the Olympics you know you have plenty of people here in America who don't follow you know soccer or, or 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 so on so to get them to be able to say okay well we've got basketball we've got soccer we've got swimming we've got track we've got all of this It just brings everybody together. And it's just like the one time, as you said, like the whole world comes together. And it's it's just beautiful to see, man. I'm unbelievably excited.
3: It is. It's pretty cool. You know, actually, what's the thing I get really excited about? And it's not even a sport or an event, it's uh, the opening ceremony. The opening ceremony. Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. You just just want to see
2: what they're whipping out this time around or like just seeing the athletes. I love it when the, the one thing that I've always loved about sports is when big sports. Multi-millionaire guys are reduced to uh, simple, raw emotion, like like that of a child, right? Like when you win a championship and they pile on everybody, right? Mm-hmm. In the in the middle of the, yeah. of the of the mound or something like that, mm-hmm. and you see that in the opening ceremony when these guys are out there with their cell phones, just looking around, completely overwhelmed by the lights and the scene and the music. It's it's fucking beautiful,
0: man. <laughs> I love it. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It's funny because people sometimes forget this. Like these are regular people at the end of the day. Like they do go home to like families. The same way you and I would, uh, yeah. so it is kind of funny to see like. It, but I love seeing that like raw emotion, and nothing gets people more fired up than you know representing your country, no matter where you're from that's okay. one thing people don't always agree on is
3: yeah,
1: actually, representing
0: your country, but
3: yeah, one of my buddies uh, he's actually a gator he, uh, he was the track and field guy for you guys, and uh, he's, uh, he, he was actually at the last Olympiad uh, he was shot put Camel Oh, really message. yeah Kemmel message he, uh, he's from he was representing Bosnia and Herzegovina. And uh, he oh, well, got to carry awesome. the flag and everything at the closing ceremonies and at the opening ceremonies. So it was really cool seeing somebody that I know. Like you really just cool. said, it was like these people are normal people, too. Like, I played PlayStation and with this guy, and, you know, I'm playing FIFA against them and stuff. And here he is, like, hey, no big deal. I was carrying the flag at the Olympics, you know? Yeah. So. yeah.
0: No, exactly. Cool. It, it's crazy to see. It's, it's definitely cool when you get when you know somebody. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm pulling for him if he's going to be in this, this next Olympics. I'll uh, try and keep an eye out on him. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. So it's, uh, it's really cool. But now... I'm excited. Well, I think, uh, Rika,
2: you want to say something there about that? Well, no. I I, I wanted to switch gears and talk a little bit soccer here.
3: Yeah, that's where I was going.
2: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Now you're
0: getting into my my area of expertise. Right, right. Okay.
2: (laughs) Well, I wanted to ask first, let's just, right. uh, Copa America, who are you going for? Are you going for Jamaica or are you going for the U.S.?
0: Well, well, Uh, Jamaica. I was going for Jamaica. Jamaica, yeah. I mean, well, they're out, but uh, it was still, I mean, actually, I'm not going to be polite about this. It was an atrocious showing from from the reggae boys this this time out. (laughs) I really thought after the last year, like we went to the tournament last year, we didn't get blown out, which was cool. I was like, okay, you know, we're, it's our first time in it. We're in South America, kind of an inexperienced squad. Then we come back this year. I'm like, okay, this is it. We've got it. Like, There's not a chance that we don't at least win a game. We play Venezuela, and we're, we're dominating them in, in, the, in the beginning of the match. We're, we're keeping ourselves organized. They're not coming, they're not coming through our lines. We get a couple chances. We just don't finish them off, and then we get the stupid red card. And it's just like, this is Jamaican football at its finest. <laughs> we, we do well, we do well, and then we do something stupid. And it's just like, we just don't want it. I don't know if we just, we don't want it enough or, or we want it too much. It, it, I don't know what it is. But And then the next game against Mexico, same story. We had our chances to go up. Mexico gets one chance, Chicharito. You don't give Chicharito chances in the box. No. He bro. buries it, uh, and, guy's, and it's over for there. He's
3: like Hansel. He's so hot right now. He's yeah. <laughs> so hot right now. I know.
0: <laughs> but uh, You guys see the video of him uh, with J.J. Watt, by the way? Yes. I gotta ask you the yeah, thing. he was like a uh, kid. Yeah. yeah that's
4: all I do, too. <laughs> well, J.J. Watt is like physically <laughs> ridiculous.
0: Yeah. the guy's uh, like the mountain uh, from Game of Thrones. <laughs> apparently, was like a huge fan of his. I, I had no idea that Chicharito would even know who J.J. Watt is, but yeah, it's, it's I cool would. to see like this, you know, cross for unity, I guess, if you will.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't have mm. put that one together. Uh, but actually, I'm curious here. I want to ask you because all right, my, my background is Cuban, but Colombian too. And uh, I was <laughs> born in the States. My mom was uh, Colombian. So I've grown up on the Colombian national team. So I was kind of at a crossroads with the opening game being Colombia versus USA. Well, with that, with the uh, the matchup now, I was wearing to, to satisfy you know, both my representation there. I was wearing a Colombia jersey with an American flag bandana. So <laughs> And I sat back and I was, so. I was very disappointed with the, the American showing. But I was very happy with the Colombian showing, and it was kind of weird. I was like, you know, do I pull for one over the other? I used to think before, like I remember in the World Cup, I told myself if that situation came up, I'd pull for USA. But I caught myself there pulling for Colombia. Now, I want to ask you, if it was Jamaica versus USA, like would you have this issue or would you be total Jamaica or would you be total USA?
0: Uh, so I'm actually always torn on this too. So don't feel like you're alone in this issue. Oh, thank you. matter <laughs> of fact, last year in the, uh, in the Gold Cup, when Jamaica beat the U.S. in uh-huh. the uh, semifinals, it was really weird for me because I mean, I know how much it means to Jamaica. Like the country needs it; yeah. they need this, these kind of heroes to kind of help everyone. They're going through a little bit of a rough time right now, and so it means more to Jamaica. So I want Jamaica to win, but at the same time, growing up here, obviously, I, I feel very American. Uh, I, w- I want soccer to keep growing in America because growing up, you know, it wasn't always necessarily the cool thing to play. No. Uh, no. So, so, but now it's getting now it's getting bigger, and I see kids playing it on the street more often. And, and it, you know, people are wearing soccer jerseys here and there. People might not even necessarily watch every game or so on, but they, they have interest. Like, I, I get questions more often about it. Like, oh, I see you wearing, you know, your Chelsea jersey. Like, I've I've heard of that team, so on and so forth. Like, yeah. tell me about them, I which might is not cool have now they it's recognized like, ten years ago. Yeah, exactly. People would have been like, oh, what is this shirt with a lion on it, and why do you have, you know, Samsung on on your chest? So yeah. You're yeah. like a walking <laughs> advertisement. You know, that was usually what I used to get, and so now it's, it's cool. Like, people are recognizing that, and so on. And I've even seen like Juventus jerseys around random places, and so yeah. on. So like, I want soccer to keep growing in America, but in the situation, I just—I mean, my first memory of a World Cup was Jamaica in the '98 World Cup with Robbie Earl scoring against Croatia. Yeah. So I've always rooted like Jamaica was always my my first team that I supported. So I've always got to go with them, the Reggae Boys. That you know, that's my heart, my soul. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Most times, I hope that they, if they play each other, I hope it's in like a group stage. They draw One and gets knocked out before the other so they don't have to face that situation.
3: Ugh. Yeah, and it's, 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 it's first off, beautiful choice on shirts. I mean, you can't go wrong with that Samsung blue line. Um, <laughs> secondly... Now, I, I was I was thinking the same thing because I my first World Cup that I vividly remember, I vaguely remember 1990, but I vividly remember 94. And I do remember that 98 because I was in high school and my high school teacher, my science teacher was Jamaican and he made us watch the Jamaica games. He's like, I don't care not teaching, we're going <laughs> to watch awesome. the game. So that was super cool. That's awesome. And uh, that was the last time prior to this how past cool, World how Cup. How cool is that? Like, what yeah.
2: event like the World
3: Cup? You know, like, come on, man. Nothing, nothing. Exactly. Nobody, nobody would bring it. But now, I was in high school for 98 and I vividly remember it, but... I remember 2002 was the first time I was on my own. You know, I was in college. And granted, that one was in Japan, Korea. So the watch parties, you really weren't going to get them at 3 in the morning when the games are being played. But I I also don't remember anything of, like, people getting excited or watching the games other than, like, my family a little bit. Now, fast forward, these last World Cups, especially this last one, man. I mean, there's block parties over here. There's so much more excitement. There's so much more people. It's just, it definitely has come around so, so much and so fast. That yeah, I wear my Chelsea jersey, and people are like, "Hey, what is that?" You know, and I get those same questions as you, and it's and and I see it everywhere. I see people with other shirts. And I see much more advertising promotion, just like a bigger influence. Uh, it's just to me, it's taken over. I think it's definitely moving up with you know the other major sports in the in the country and being a real oh like, yeah you know a real threat and a real competitor to the others.
0: Definitely. Matter of fact, guys, I was listening to a radio show the other day, and they were talking about uh, they were asking if soccer has kind of replaced hockey as you know the as one of America's big four sports yep. and I mean I agree I, I want to hear what you guys think because I, I, I was preaching it to some friends of mine who played football and they were like oh you're just saying that because you played soccer." I'm like I, I genuinely think that like the time has come where it's started to become one of America's you know big sports
3: yeah. you guys agree with me? I, I totally agree and I was thinking the same thing and it's, it's, it's you just got to watch it it's the, I mean I'm not going to put MLS as itself, as a single entity, as a big four.
2: You have to do all world-encompassing soccer. Yeah. If you're going yeah, yeah. you to.
3: You're looking at these tournaments right now. And but it's not far. It's not far. It's not far. I like MLS. There,
4: there are some markets where the MLS team averages more fans than, for example, Seattle, MLS, uh, the Sounders, average more fans than the Mariners. Yeah. And that's, well, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's not surprising.
3: Yeah, it's, that's the thing. But. So it's
4: not far off. It's not crazy to think that the MLS is on the brink. Of passing hockey no, yeah, or they're, they're getting close I mean, to baseball I mean, that, That's just or like
2: that's v- that's very market based. For example, like in Detroit, the Red Wings are, are the biggest thing, you know, yeah, and that's yeah. you know basically the fourth, fifth sport here.
3: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, now over here, well, what I was getting at is like you look at right now Copa America and you're looking at these crowds and you're looking at the coverage and the excitement and just the general buzz. It's just it's contagious, man. It's everywhere you look, and to me, that's the effect of you know MLS. That's the effect of these new television contracts because mm-hmm. now you can watch Premier League games, you know, every single game every week. You yep. can watch Serie A, you can watch La Liga games. There is so, there's just so much more soccer being like available to us now that mm-hmm. it's just, it's gonna, it surpasses hockey. Hockey is a single entity going up against this giant monster that's slowly but surely just taking over everything that we reach and everything that we see and everything that that we can that we can touch and feel. It's just, it is, it's just, it's inevitable to me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, actually, it's funny. You guys are down in Miami, and I've, I've been wondering about how, how Beckham's MLS team will do down in Miami. I don't personally think that it will do too well unless unless the team is good. Uh, I know you guys are going to probably disagree. You're, you're Miami fans. Yeah. But yeah. as For, Florida in general, I mean, the fans are very kind of, you know, fair-weather fans. You you hardly find markets where fans are diehard, you know, stick to their team no matter what.
4: Well, uh, let me give you an example. Miami, this season, we got a NASL team, the Miami yeah, FC. Miami FC. Yeah. Yes, and the very first game, they attracted ten thousand fans to that game. Yeah, but that's just for and the that's, first game. Like it, the Marlins so, uh, fill
2: up every opening day. But, but that's, yeah. <laughs> and, and okay. It but you're comparing
4: NASL and Major League Baseball. No, no, I understand. You know what but I mean? Aaron, so how, he, how, how often the, do you find yourself in Miami? Eric? But people were just excited about a professional soccer team in Miami. Yeah. Now, granted, yes. The team has to do well in order to keep fans, but they have the potential to do very well.
3: I'll say this. Cause okay. Going off of what he's saying, like, yeah, that, that was like a, a, that was a novelty first game, a lot of people. But if you look at the attendance the rest of the season, it, they didn't touch 10,000 again. I don't even think they no. really came close to it. So no, it no. was a novelty thing the first game. But it's the key thing here. The key thing in any of this is exactly what you said, Aaron, at the beginning. If Beckham Field's a competitive team from the jump, people will go, if you build it if you mm-hmm. build if you build the right team, because <laughs> they will come yeah? this, this the <laughs> exactly. thing is this this area here, you look at the market, the dolphins they win every offseason, but they do it wrong they they end up failing, and you know we haven't had a successful season in a long time and but yet people go because it's eight games a season, I understand it's easier to fill up the stadium for eight for eight games, oh,
2: and they have so much of a history here
3: exactly now the heat, yeah, ownership shows investment in the team, and people go to those games. The heat games always sell out, there's always a good crowd. Now, the Marlins, it's a different story. Plus, it's also a lot more games. You're looking at 81 games a season That's great. Um, yeah. to fill up the stadium. Now, if Beckham comes in with the right personnel and builds a competitive team, that guy doesn't fail at what he does. You look at his track record and everything that he his business is, his businesses and all that stuff, it's... He's just a—I mean, I'm trying not to be a homer here, but yeah, the guy's a winner. Like, he really is. Like, everything he does— Well, okay, full,
2: full disclosure, Edwin loves Beckham. Oh, like, duty. he can't get enough of her. He will leave his girlfriend for in a second.
3: Oh, man. She knows it, too. So, I mean, that, like I said, full disclosure that part out. But aside from that, though, I really think the key thing here with Beckham, I think people will go just like they went for Miami uh, FC, just like they go for the striker games. But the key will be fielding a competitive team. If he can do that, the sooner he can do that, because it's going to be tough with an expansion team coming in, even if he brings in a big name from Europe, whoever it is, a Slatan or any of these other rumored names that might be around, whoever it is, it's 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 the key for them to sustainability. is just having a, a, a good team, you know?
0: Yeah. And, I mean, it, w- it shouldn't be too hard for him to attract, you know, that international superstar. I mean, it's Miami after all. You don't have to tell somebody, like, hey, you're going you're gonna to live in Miami. Like, yeah. uh, I don't know. I'm a little iffy on that city. Like, not many people you're going to find, no, you definitely know, saying not. that. So,
2: and so hopefully David he Beck. does. I mean, I hope
0: he does. Exactly. And it's back at the end of the day. You know, he's the most marketable soccer player in, what, probably the last 20 years? Yeah, oh, no. yeah, definitely.
3: And and the the frustrating part here is a, as a local, it's like we've all agreed here that if Beckham goes to any other city in the country, any other city and says, hey, look, I want to build a team with my brand, with my money and do everything that I've been doing. I want to build this team here. I just need a place to do it. And I want I have an idea of doing it in this part. Even if there's a church there, I'm pretty sure the city will tear it down and say, hey, look, you got it, you know. But here there's just yeah. so many crooked politicians and it's just been such a headache for him to get that because we're so, you know, PTSD from the prior ownership groups of other sports here that have really wrecked with the fan base that, you know, we just, we, it's bad. It's It's bad. It's tough in a big city. You
0: know? Yeah, it is. And I mean, I I actually feel for you guys. I mean, the MLS has been giving them a hard time. You know, you've got to have a stadium, a soccer specific stadium before they allow them. But, but with NYCFC, they're kind of letting them, you know, it's a, you know, pay as you go or play as you go and we'll Mm -hmm. figure it out. Kind of ordeal. Uh, So it's been a little, in, in my opinion, it's been a little bit iffy from MLS not letting Beckham go push through with it because, I mean, the team could easily play in Lockhart Stadium. I've been to Lockhart. I've seen games there. Yeah. And, I mean, for, for the time being until he sorts it out.
3: Yeah. FIU yep. Stadium where the Miami FC plays, it's actually – it houses uh, about 20,000 people and it's basically it's bigger than, than than Lockhart, yeah, and oh. much more modern too. It's very, very suitable. It's perfect. Like, we go to the, all the Miami FC games and the actual atmosphere and the, the production value of the team and the facilities is great. Compared to, so who compared would you guys America? who do you
0: guys go for then? Uh, the Strikers or Miami FC? Now we're
3: well, we, we we're cover a little both teams torn here. Yeah, we're a little torn because we cover both teams and we have good relationships with both teams. I've been going to Striker games uh, since before these guys uh, for a while now because I just I like you know the local soccer, so I got mm-hmm. these guys into it. So we've all followed along. So we we've been emotionally attached to both teams because it's been two separate runs with the Strikers. You know, starting off slow but then picking up steam at the end and you know, having a chance to win the spring season title and then Miami FC going through a rough expansion. But, you know, we were there for the first win and the excitement and, like, the relief. And, you know, we've seen it. We've seen the management, the organization, like, the the whole getting beat down from a hard season to finally, you know, tasting that victory. And Nesta. Yeah, and Nesta.
0: Uh, They (laughs) got a big name. That's (laughs) awesome. Uh, Have you guys – do you guys remember the season that Fort Lauderdale actually went to the NASL final? Yeah. They Minnesota. Okay, so funny enough, uh, my roommate in college was on that team, uh, Ronaldo Vieira, the center back. Ah, nice. uh,
3: okay.
0: Uh, I don't know if you guys remember him, but uh, yeah. he was only there for a season.
3: Nice.
0: Uh, yeah, so he was, he was my roommate in college, and uh, we, we were teammates in college as well and played together. And then he ended up coming down here and playing for the Strikers for a season, and happened to be the season they made it to the uh, NESL final. Brilliant. It was really cool because I actually got to come down and uh, <laughs> I know awesome. I've been I've been trying to recruit him back for you guys, so. <laughs> but uh, he's a, he's a Boston guy and his family you know he's got his family set up in Boston, uh, okay. and, uh-huh. and and they don't you know it's hard for them to be away, but I've been I've been recruiting him for you guys even though I'm actually a Rowdy's fan, a But
3: right? uh Let me ask you, what's yeah, up I with mean, Freddy I support my local team. What's up with Freddie Adu?
0: I wish I could tell you guys. Um, I mean, is he
3: injured or what? Because we see he's like on the he's he was on the preseason roster. I haven't heard that he's been released or anything, but like he hasn't touched the and field all season.
0: Exactly, and neither and neither have. I mean, I haven't seen him either. I haven't heard anything. I actually a friend on Robbie's team currently, and he has no idea what's really going on. So, I mean, I can't really say. I don't know what's going on with that situation. I mean, it, he's kind of been overshadowed as well with his, like Joe Cole coming here,
3: yeah.
1: which
0: I can mean, as a Chelsea fan, that you know makes me just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, oh, we're, Joey we're Cole he's here, down. he's there. Yeah,
3: we're waiting for him to come I know, down I mean, for the fall season. I, I got to meet him. <laughs>
0: I hope you guys do get a chance to meet him. I mean, hopefully he he puts in a good shift mm-hmm. uh, for for the boys. But uh, I mean, I, I don't really know. They're an organization that is really committed to you know bringing that team to. I mean, hopefully bring them to MLS. I mean, I would love to see MLS make its way over here and the rivalry that the Rowdy used to have with Orlando City yeah. back when they were in uh, USL. Mm-hmm. Those days was was unbelievable. I remember I was at. One of the uh, they were playing. I, think, I forget which game it was, but it was a friendly, and uh, they were playing each other. And Orlando City bus must have been about like two or three thousand fans over, and uh, or a couple hundred fans. I'm sorry. And uh, the fans between the rowdies and Orlando City were just going back and forth. Like there were a couple of people who got kicked out of the stadium, just like they were trying to go back and forth. Like that rivalry is good for soccer yeah. in America. Like, yeah. I, I really think so. And and I had brought some friends who would never gone to any rowdies games or any any soccer games. And then after that, they were hitting me up every week, like, hey, man, any Rowdy's games going on? Like, we want to go back. We want to see what's going on. Like, those guys get wild out there. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, like, you know, we got to go out there. And, it, and that's that's what, like, part of the process, I think, of, you know, growing the game is these kind of rivalries here in Florida. So, hopefully, when Miami FC comes to uh, MLS, uh, or not Miami FC, uh, the yeah. MLS team in Miami, yeah, um, that them in Orlando City, you know, really duke it out and the fans kind of get that animosity for each other and and so on.
3: Oh, absolutely. Well, I am excited about that too. And and I we this is our first season covering, you know, NASL games and we were there for all the strikers and the Miami Sea games and we've got to see we we know our local supporter groups here like the Dade Brigade and Flight 19, but um of all the teams that we got to see, there was only one team that really traveled their supporters group down here and that was, was the Jacksonville Armada. Yeah there uh section 904 i think it was called
4: so did tampa really T-
3: tampa tampa had a couple of guys out here but no section 904 for jacksonville had like a whole squad like they caravaned down oh, really here gamed out. they were like 20 deep in the in the in the stands there singing songs <laughs> they were super organized very impressed like we were we were like wow wait that that's that's impressive coming all the way down from jacksonville down to fort lauderdale exactly perfect. yeah so but we like I mean, it, man. that, that is very impressive. Yeah, we like the vibe of NASL and and my
2: my soccer exposure has grown exp- exponentially over the last couple of years. So I'm recently starting to come around to all the all of these big things. Like Gus has gotten me into Barcelona because he's a he's a La Liga fan and uh okay. everyone over here is getting me into Chelsea. So I'm I'm recently discovering uh, discovering all these things and I'm I'm I've been legitimately surprised, pleasantly surprised as to the uh the actual quality of the soccer in the NASL. And, the you know, we were at the RIO OKC game. Yeah. You remember, I turned to you and I'm like, Edwin, I recognize that guy. That, <laughs> that, that big dude over there, I know him. <laughs> and I was like, and it was... Uh, Samaras? Yeah, it was Samaras. Uh-huh. And I, I'm like... Ah, you know, really? so they're getting these draws. Uh, they're, you know, they're, uh, they're drawing the big names is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Arango yeah. for, for uh, the Cosmos. Uh, you know,
0: it's it just it's, had Raul on the Cosmos as well, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Even this,
3: so even my UFC, right Wilson Palacios, man, he was playing Premier League last season. You know, so yeah. You got there's definitely people there, man. There's it, the the talent is there, the people are there, and the product is getting better. There's rumors right. now of Toti going to to the Cosmos. That's the big one I keep hearing, which would be pretty awesome. I think I'd be pretty psyched to see him. I would. <laughs> a, yeah, I mean, a little past his prime, but still.
0: <laughs> yeah people don't realize that man there's there's a lot of talent in nasl and that's why i, I really really am hoping that mls adopts this relegation promotion system like how amazing would it be to see you know these teams from the ML- nasl get rewarded for winning the league because it's not an easy league to win at all
1: yeah right you know
0: to see them get promoted up into mls and watching how they do because i mean as a matter of fact tonight we have you know u.s open cup and uh a lot of these ML- mls teams are taking on nasl teams and i wouldn't be surprised if you know one or two. Actually, I'll I'll take two or more NASL teams to get the to get the win tonight.
2: To pull off the upset, actually, I, that, that's what I was going to mention. We went to the U.S. Open Cup match against the uh, the uh, the Wilmington Hammerheads taking on our Miami, Miami FC, and I have to say that if I took the jerseys away, there was no apparent difference between the the what we consider Division Two and Division Three. It was pretty evenly matched. Now of mm-hmm. course the MLS is the bigger jump right than uh as far as division 3 to 2 mm-hmm. as opposed to division 2 to MLS obviously but you're right I just I wouldn't be surprised and I think the relegation system would be really cool here
0: it, it would I mean and you you'd have these young guys from you know we're well, not young guys but these, these hungry teams from NASL getting that opportunity to prove themselves in MLS and I think they would really surprise people I think a lot of people are like oh well you know, how well would they really do and so on and so forth. But, I mean, you would be surprised. I and mean, looking even in the Premier League, no one thought last season, like, Bournemouth would be able to, you know, maintain Premier League status. And they showed everybody. Like, when you're, you know, when you get a team full of hungry guys who are a cohesive unit, you can really surprise anybody on any given day. That's, you know, that's why we play the game. so.
3: And let me tell you a great story about an underachieving team called Real Parkour FC. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't you start. Oh, this God. is my, I, uh... I'm that's amateur. Edwin's
2: rec league team? Yeah, my so, rec league team
3: you know, I'm, in a, I'm a part-time amateur goalie, oh and uh, our rec league team here, where Gus is also a, a extremely fellow extremely
2: amateur. <laughs> that's how I I'm got not talking about this. That's how I got the name Ed
1: Louz.
3: <laughs> well, we <Ed> Luz. <laughs> made it to a final, and it was a heartbreaking defeat at the end. But you know, we went against all odds, and we uh, surprised a lot of that's people. That's enough. Like, that was like a junior MLS team that we played against. Okay, so oh <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> those guys are no, good. No, we're
4: all we're all like mo- uh, somewhere around our 30s, and all those kids are like in their 18, 19, 20 year olds. We got run around.
3: Yeah. You know, it was uh,
4: it was a good time. Okay, Aaron, you say you're mostly in Connecticut now?
0: Yes. Now how
2: often do you find yourself down here in South Florida? Uh,
0: probably about once a year. Um, I mean I come back to Tampa when I can, because uh, 'cause I'm originally from Tampa. Uh mm-hmm. and then every now and then I have some friends down in down in the Boca kind of Fort Lauderdale area. So every now and then I go down and visit them and they're always like, Come on, we gotta take you out of Miami and, and so on. So it's been a while since the last time, but, um, usually for the most part, it's, it's about once a year, but things recently, I've been, I've been a little bit more busy when I come down here, so I haven't been able to come down there in a while.
2: We, uh, we actually have a, we have some friends that live up in, in Connecticut. We have a buddy that works for ESPN. So he, okay. he recent, yeah, he recently made the move up there. What would you, Tito, Tito moved like what, two, three years ago up yeah, there? it's been a
3: while now. Yeah. Yeah. He interned there first, now he's been there. Right.
2: Slowly. So it's been a while since he's, he's worked up there and I've been meaning to, uh, to visit him in, in Bristol, but, uh. Where are you? Where are you, out of?
0: Uh I'm actually towards Stanford, the uh, Stanford area of Connecticut. So not too okay, so nice. far out of New York City, but Bristol's kind of up on the other end.
2: Okay, that's so what I was going to ask like because I Harper's. know absolutely nothing about Connecticut geography.
3: I mean, my- man, plus, we're, we're scared <laughs> of the cold down here, man. I don't think we do well with <laughs> nah. all that snow. I don't even have a jacket. Like, that just feels like an unnecessary expense. I don't know if you can rent those Funny things. story, <laughs> actually,
0: yeah. <laughs> Funny story, when I first got there, um, everyone... So I played soccer at Sacred Heart University, which is in uh, Fairfield, Connecticut. Okay, cool, and cool. Uh, cool. when I first got there, everyone said, oh, you know, it's cold. Why would you ever come from Florida? And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, well, it gets somewhat cold in Florida. Like, we get frost every now and then. And I was like, how much worse could snow possibly be? <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Little did I know, we had probably one of the worst winters Connecticut had seen in, like, the last 10 years. And I'm sitting there. One night, it's, like, below 2 degrees. And I'm like, okay, let me just go outside to see what this is like. And my stay, dorm stay. to just to this like convenience store is like a probably <laughs> a three minute walk. And in that time, I walked from my dorm to a convenience store. My hands, my nose was running. My hands were numb. Like I, my our tears were running down my eye. When I got in the store, people were like, "Why are you crying?" And I'm no like, way, "I'm not man. crying. It's just so cold." No <laughs> way, <man. laughs> i spent some time up and in i was stadium, like so, at that yeah. point i was like i must be out of my mind to move from Florida ever to connecticut <laughs> but i mean I, i've slowly gotten used to it a little bit well wow. well
2: i i get pictures all the time from our friends up there and it looks beautiful but i've lived in cuba and i've lived in miami so i know absolutely nothing about the cold every time they send me a picture <laughs> they say everything's nice but when you have to wake your ass up 30 minutes earlier than you intend to leave the house just to chisel some ice off of your windshield or to shovel the snow out of your driveway, it's not so nice 30 anymore. 30
3: minutes is a conservative estimate, too. That's, that's very nice. It's usually not longer that,
1: that is.
0: That is. Your friend has a car that warms up very quick. I'll tell you <laughs> that's the case. Because, <laughs> I mean, with me, I'm, I'm up quite a bit earlier, and I'm sitting there in my car. I've got, like, three pairs of gloves on, every hoodie I possibly own. When I get into, like, work or something like that, or, or when I was going to practice, I'd I get out, get into the locker room. And I'd be taking off, like, six layers of, you know, sweatpants. And my teammates would be showing up in, like, a hoodie and sweatpants. And I'd look at me, <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? Like, What's wrong with you guys? There's no way a human should be able to endure this kind of cold.
3: <laughs> I don't know how those yeah, people it's not up cool. there, man. I, I did it for a few yeah, years in Virginia. And, I, no. you know, I'm perfectly content going the rest of my life never seeing snow again. So, totally fine. <laughs> no, I, I, I still got,
2: I still got to visit some, some places, but still, you
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, man. I mean, you got to experience it. But uh, I'm I'm envious in of you guys living in Miami. It's a gorgeous city. The weather is always nice. But uh, the summertime in Florida. Now that I've gotten somewhat used to Connecticut summers and winters, the summertime down here is, is killer to me. I'm sweating all the time. Oh, I yeah. stand up outside and and I'm sweating. I I didn't even do anything. I I yeah. start sweating and I
2: mean it doesn't it doesn't get any easier because you live down here. It doesn't. You know I I still walk around with like two shirts just in case.
0: <laughs> but I tell you what though, wintertime in Florida is probably the most beautiful time of year on the face of the earth. I don't care what anybody else has to say. When it's like seventy degrees, you know, there's that slight breeze that goes across and it, you're in the middle of December and you know in shorts and a T shirt while everybody else is, you know, across the country sitting there dealing with snow.
1: Yeah.
0: You you guys have oh, yeah. it you guys have it well.
2: Yeah, I was watching <laughs> you know? the, I was watching Marlon last and there was still like sixty <laughs> low sixties in, in San Diego. It's insane. So Aaron one last thing here before we let you go. You got uh you got any uh any predictions for us? My buddy Ed went over here. I hate them, but my buddy Ed went over <laughs> here loves predictions. So you got any for us here on the NBA finals or Copa America or whatever?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that Golden State wins. Uh they do not take it to 7. Uh, I think that they win it in Cleveland. have a winning tomorrow uh, also, in Cleveland. Yes. I did it last year. In Cleveland. They did it last year, yep. And they're going to rename that arena the uh, Steph Curry Arena.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm going to go
0: with that. And then for the Euros, actually, uh, I, ah. made a, I made a bold prediction, and everyone was kind of giving me a lot of slack. I've been hearing it back and forth, but if anyone wants, you can you, I can verify it on social media, the right. timestamps. But I pre-picked player of the tournament was Dimitri Payet. Oh, and wow. everyone has been looking at me like I was nuts. And I said, I'm <laughs> telling you, he would have been player of the season we're not for Leicester and Riyad Mahrez, oh, yeah. and that he's now showing it right boy. now.
4: Yeah, that's my <laughs> boy. That guy made a made a fan out of me in these past couple of games, man. That guy is killing it.
0: Oh yeah, love Payet, love it, love it, love it. I right. mean,
4: As we speak, everyone is
0: rocking France it. jersey.
3: Yeah, yep.
4: France is my adopted
3: <laughs> nation. That's my other team. I Zidane in '98. I watched them, and ever since then, that's it. That's my that's my other team. So, the quality
0: squad to pick it, man. Right. You, got, you got good taste on yeah, that. you know, you got
3: good great taste. minds think alike. Good taste there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, Aaron, I uh, want to thank you so much for, for joining us, uh, you know, spending your time with us here and uh, being a part of Lemon City. Uh, we definitely hope you enjoyed it as well, and we'd love to have you back again uh, sometime in the near future. And uh, we hope you have a good and safe trip down there in, uh, in the Olympics. And, you know, hey, we'd be, we're eagerly awaiting for, uh, to get some feedback when you come back and uh, let us know how it was. Honestly,
2: man. Gladly, gladly will. It's been it's been awesome. I've enjoyed talking to you so much. You're welcome back anytime. If you want to just text Gus, you know that's cool too. Yep.
0: Gus is always looking to
2: have a conversation with someone. So,
0: <laughs> well, thank you guys, man. I I really do appreciate coming on. It was it's been it's been a blast talking to you guys. And getting to talk to, you, to my quality qual very knowledgeable sports fans, I should say. Sorry, I stumbled that. But, uh.
2: That's all right. Thank you, man. Actually, I got a bit. I'm, I'm I got to admit, I'm pretty surprised you were able to keep up on on all sports. You know. Yeah.
3: Hey, I can <laughs> hang out. I can hang, guys.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, let's do it again soon.
0: Right. Gladly, gladly. Anytime. All right. Okay, Thanks
3: thank you take man, care. Man. Have a good we'll one. Talk all to
0: right. you later. Take care, guys.
3: Just want to remind everybody also that LemonCityLive.com is the place to go for all things Lemon City right now. As we stated before, we're still in the process of revamping. It'll be up very soon now, we hope, in the next uh, maybe week or so. We yes. should have a brand new website.
2: Yes. But
3: in the meantime... To get your fix, LemonCityLive.com is where you can find all our social media accounts. To get your lemonade. You get your lemonade. Get that nice sports lemonade (laughs) for your ears. Fresh. There you go. Fresh uh, lemonade. Fresh lemonade. Fresh sports lemonade for your ears. Um, So, yeah, that's the place to go. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, what's the other one? Facebook? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Also on our Instagram will be... uh, you know, I'll oh, have the show link and have Aaron's account there, too, because he was really great. Uh, really awesome having him on the show, so you can uh, follow him, too. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, let's, uh, let's rock and roll to... I mean, I know we talked a lot with Aaron, but I also want to get in some other talking points about certain things that we, we did talk about with him. And I know you had some little yeah. nuggets there that you want to share.
2: Well, I wanted to ask you a couple of things about the NBA finals. All right. Game four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or game three, rather. Right? Because yeah. last time we were on the air was right before game three. Yeah,
3: it was right before game three. It was either going to be 3 0 or 2 1.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you expecting that?
3: I was not expecting that blowout.
2: You were I not thought, expecting that blowout?
3: Was, I, I, I was pretty. I had a feeling uh, Cleveland would win it. I thought it would be believable that they could win, but I didn't think they'd win like that. No. That was I was not expecting monster a blowout whatsoever. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: But predictably, I think, right? Game four, Golden State comes back and regains series lead. Mm-hmm. Or, well, I mean, they always had it, but you know what I mean. Uh, They take the 3-1 series lead, and they were awesome. And they were super – they were frustrating, the Cavaliers in the fourth quarter. I've never seen LeBron act like that. I don't know what he was doing, waiting for Draymond Green to start getting up so he could teabag him. I don't know what he was doing with Steph Curry. He called me a bitch. I just – I don't really know
3: that LeBron. I've never seen him act like that, and he was so
2: clearly frustrated. You
3: know what, LeBron? Get that pit ready. Throw him in the pit. Oh no! Dude, seriously, all of a sudden I'm gonna cry because somebody called you a bitch? LeBron. Stop being a bitch! You're a bitch! Ho. Stop being a bitch! There you go. Stop being a bitch, bro. You're a bitch, man. It's basketball, bro. I I use that.
2: Damn.
3: Me calling somebody a bitch while I'm playing basketball. I call a little twelve-year-old kid a bitch, and then he, you know, stuffs me in my face. But it's all right, though. I didn't take offense to it, you know. And he was okay. You know what I mean? Like, come on, bro. Grow up, bro. Get
2: okay. And what about the Draymond Green thing? Tell me your thoughts on that.
3: You know, honestly, I think it was his. I it was. It, that was just a ploy by the NBA to extend the series. And suspend this guy like that was total. But he did throw a punch. That was, uh, uh, dude. It was the
2: accumulation of. I agree with Steve Kerr in that sense that the accumulation of flagrant fouls, much like the yellow cards and red cards uh, in soccer, like the longer you go in the tournament, you just don't want those guys suspended for what he did in the first round. Yeah. You know.
3: No, but here's the thing, though. Okay, when he kicked the old boy in the Kiwis from the Kiwis, Stephen Adams. When he kicked that dude in there, I thought that one was like. Okay, that was pretty obvious that, come on, that wasn't a natural motion. Didn't suspend him. You know why? Why?
2: Because the fucking Golden State Warriors are down 2-1 to in that series at that point.
3: Yeah, of course. They were going to give him a chance. Now, here's the thing. This one, when he's stepping over, this one felt more natural. That's kind of like the motion that you do when someone's on top of you, trying to flail your arms to get the guy off. Like, I don't really think he saw, oh, there's LeBron's junk. I'm going to hit him in it. Like, to me, this one was more believable, Mm -hmm. like, flailing, like, hey, get off me. And then he because you saw after he did it, he came up to him and then he kinda like shoved him. Regardless, it didn't merit a flagrant on a review the next day. Like that just seems so played, like stupid. Like that should have been just, you know, hey, break it up. That's it. That's all that was. You know what I mean? Like it, that was just such a yeah,
4: just God, it was just such
3: give, a ploy by the NBA and it was give wild. them both
4: texts and that's it, man.
3: No, uh, not even it didn't even deserve a tech, bro. That was just such a, a ticky tack, like yeah. no big deal. He stepped over him. They you gotta let them hash it out sometimes, bro. These aren't there was nothing. It, it was is was even a punch thrown. How do you have a flagrant? It wasn't even a punch or a foul committed. You know what I mean? There wasn't even a foul committed on the play, and you're going to call a flagrant the next day? Like, that's just weak. You know, yeah. so it, to me, that, that was just, you know, a wash. But, hey, Cavs, man, dude. Watching okay. the beginning of game, uh, what was it, game five? Well, LeBron
2: says he takes the high road, right? Again, yeah, yeah, Dream hungry. <laughs> mm-hmm. right? sure. Did you hear what Aisha Curry, oh, What, what she wrote on Twitter? Oh,
3: the refs? No, she's
2: refs? like, she referenced she went, the high road. Yeah, she went back at LeBron James. Uh, this is it, verbatim. I have it here. Okay. Uh, quote, High Road, Invisible Bridge used to step over said person when open floor is available left to right.
1: <laughs> it. I,
3: I mean, like dude,
2: he was waiting for him to get up so he could put his nuts on his neck. I,
3: li- I like her. I like her. I don't like LeBron in that move. I thought that was bullshit. But I will say this, man. We said it last week. Like,
2: when the full weight of all of it is yeah. coming down on you, that you're about to be two and five in the finals, mm-hmm. that you're about to go into... Uh, game five at Oracle and you're about to lose your fourth straight final when the full weight of that and that your team isn't enough Kevin Love is out there being a fucking overpaid bum
1: yeah
2: when the full weight of that hits you it has to be frustrating I don't I don't want to say that I'm excusing LeBron for losing his mind but I kind of understand because if I were in the heat of the moment and I'm just getting fucking shit dude I, I'm like if you're in a like if you if you take a pickup basketball game mm-hmm. uh, seriously and you're getting rocked, you still get pissed over that, so I can only imagine when the stakes are this high.
3: Yeah, but I don't think it was him getting rocked. I think that wasn't the proper um, course of reaction. you know that was he wasn't breaking through the ceiling, you know he, he wasn't, wasn't going he to wasn't. the next <laughs> level. He wasn't breaking through with some nuts or anything there's, like that. Where
4: there's another ceiling. Where there's another ceiling right. above and it. No. You just got to keep breaking.
3: <laughs> no. What, to me, what really... like, It just seemed like, yeah, the pressure is getting to him. Yeah. But you know what? The next game, that LeBron... And I, and I, was, uh, I was talking to my bro. That's and I was how you react. <laughs> that's how you react. Yeah. That game is how you not react. Not by putting... And that, and no, 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 no. Not by putting your nuts. Not by, doing, by putting all three of your trying, testicles like, on I've their always, migraines. I've always felt like LeBron... Even though he had, like, he, he you know, he has he's a single, was raised by a single mom. breaking news. That. LeBron
2: has three
1: testicles. <laughs> LeBron has three <laughs> testicles.
3: <laughs> no, but no, no, no. Seriously. I don't, let me ask you this. Yeah. I've, I've always, like, okay. LeBron is the, you know, Steph Curry, they say he's the privileged kid, you know, because his dad was a baller. and you Wardell. Know, Wardell. And uh, his dad was a baller and this and yeah. that. And LeBron. Not caller. LeBron looks like, you know, he came from a single mom, uh, raised in the bad parts of Cleveland or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. to me, I've always At felt him. like LeBron. Like LeBron is not street. Like he's not like he like I felt like he always wanted to have like street cred or wanted is to be that, taken like he's like, is like that a bad thing? No, but I feel like he's always wanted that and he's never gotten it. And then he does things like this where he tries to step over and yeah, it's out of it, It's it a little bushly. Ca- it's yeah. a little
2: bushly. And it feels out of character for the I, guy. In fact, I've always kind of uh I've always kind of appreciated LeBron for turning himself into the businessman that he is. Yeah. He's pretty well spoken considering he doesn't even have a college education, right? Yeah. And probably in high school he didn't go to class much. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> uh, what? I, yeah I've always kind of well yeah. I've always kind of appreciated <laughs> the guy for the person that he's made himself, yeah. right? He's not scandalous at all. It's never been nothing off the court, right? He doesn't have like gambling. We have talked about yeah. this before. I so yeah, but yeah, you're right. Every now and then he shows his uh his
3: I, I don't I don't I know feel, I, like I don't guy, know that I can
2: blame the guy. It's like I'm telling you, I'm willing to chalk it up to frustration.
3: Yeah, but I feel like he's like when he tries to be like hard or he tries to be ghetto or he tries to do this stuff like dude, you're not, you know what I mean? Like he like I don't feel <laughs> like he has like he wants street cred and he doesn't get it and he's trying, he's that guy, you know, that friend you had who was like, Yo, dude, you're you're from the burbs, bro. Even though he is from the streets, and, from, I know he's right, not, but I feel right, like I he's developed, like he's molded himself, like you said, as a businessman, yeah. as uh as as a face of a franchise, all this stuff. That he tries to like, hey, hey, don't forget, I'm, I'm ghetto too, I'm street, you know. But Edward, yeah, no, Edward says Ferrari, he's Cuban, but he's really just from Philly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. I, that's just my personal feeling. But anyway, yeah. all right, his real quick transition. I was texting my brother in the next game, and I was like, yo. He's looking like he did that night at Boston yes. in Game 6. Boston yeah. Blueprint Game, Game 6 at Boston. At Boston when uh, they were down 3-2. all the marbles. Yes.
2: Maybe Eric Spoelstra gets fired. Maybe Chris Bosh gets traded. Yeah, it exactly. Was like this was they the were verge, playing for
3: it. The dynasty or no dynasty. Yes. And this is what it was. And that's the LeBron that I saw in this last game. However... I texted you guys
2: uh, after the game because I was able to cast a fourth quarter. I told you. I was at the gym that course, night. Yeah. I had,
3: to, I had, to, Eat,
2: I had kale, to get in that late-night gym sesh. Doing I had squats. to pump that iron.
4: Sacrifices, bro.
2: I had to pump.
3: Eating protein. Pump. <laughs> eating kale. Uh-huh. What else were you doing? Give me your best, gym? Arnold. Go ahead. Get down. <laughs> get to the chopper. No. Like, I can do the whole rest of the do, show like this. This is a pump you want. Pump you up. Okay. Kill me now. Listen to me later. All Look, right. LeBron That's was another bitch. Okay? He had nothing good for him. He played like an animal. He's he went to start bucket. curry and he said, I'm going to ram my okay. What did I st- Through
2: the ceiling. <laughs> I'm going Dude. to ram it through the ceiling. Okay, listen. What? I've clearly created a monster here. <laughs> That's
1: but pretty good, man. I was texting
2: you guys. Yeah, I was, I was, I'm kind of impressed here. Yeah. And maybe a little hard. But little here's hard. the thing. <laughs> So I was at the gym and I was watching it. I was catching the highlights. Well, not the highlights, but I was catching bits and pieces at the gym. I was listening to the radio on the way home. And then we're in the fourth quarter and I'm actually catching that at home. Yeah. So I'm watching it and I'm like, okay, well, first of all, this this fifth game, anomaly, right? Draymond Green, not going to be suspended for game six. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyrie Irving and LeBron James, not going for 81 points combined. Yeah. Okay. At one point, they were like 25 to 33. That's fucking unheard of. not nah, this is crazy. Uh, and all of those open shots that Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and even Harrison Barnes and other guys were taking, none of them were going in. That's not going to happen every fucking game. It was kind of like a perfect storm for the Cleveland Cavaliers to be able to take this game. And even then, when that game... Was 99 to 93, I still think the Warriors, I still thought the Warriors had a chance. And what's what's more, when it was 106 to 93, I remember being, I remember doing the math. I'm like, okay, 13, yeah, that's enough. So I remember doing the math. I'm like, okay, 13 (laughs) points. This is the fucking Warriors. They do the one thing that we've seen them do all season, that devastating shit where they make a three-pointer, get a turnover on the other side, sink another three-pointer in your mouth, and in a course of 10 seconds, this game is a seven-point game. Get down! Oh, my God. (laughs) That's enough. Well, let me tell you something. Okay. Edwin voice. Edwin voice. Okay. Tell me about right. game well, six.
3: All right. So this is the crazy thing. This is the best that I've found about anything that I've seen, any other stats on these oh, games. okay. So any... not
2: about game six. Ed. Well, this okay. is
3: about game six, and it, and it has a correlation with this. And here's the thing. Here's where we said before last week's show. We said if LeBron pulls this off, if he comes back from a 3-1, yeah. and he pulls off this miracle comeback. Best
2: thing he's ever done in his gonna career. This is going to be the
3: best thing he's ever done in his career. And he has a chance right now that if things line up in a certain way, but I'm still going with Oh, I'm sorry. First. There
2: was one more anomaly. What? LeBron James's jump shot has completely abandoned him and, and he's fucking he automatic. Yeah. yeah.
3: That's not gonna happen again. But here's the crazy stat, man, and here's I mean, here's the tough. thing, man. LeBron has always wanted just somebody to carry their own weight, not somebody to be his equal on the field. He's gonna he knows he's gonna carry everything. Just a but little you want bit. somebody to at least just give him some points. And here's just, the crazy just stat a little bit. in the playoffs, LeBron, when his teammate when one teammate scores twenty points or more. He has a close to 75% win percentage career in the playoffs. He would win the series. He would win every series he plays in. When a teammate scores 30%, it's a little closer to 75-76. Yes. And when a teammate scores 40 points, 40 points or more in a game like like Kyrie Irving did, he's undefeated. He's 100%. So what I, are
2: the stats when your third best uh, max contract player gives you two points for guy. the entire game? <laughs> Let me tell you something tell about, me about Kevin, Kevin Love. Love. That guy... He
3: sucks. Okay. He sucks. What did I start here, man? <laughs> no. Okay, no. Huh. Kevin Love is hot garbage, dude. That guy. That had 84 throw, points he, he's, between
2: he's, the, three, the trio. The trio had 84 points, the big three. God, he,
3: I'm so happy that like we don't have. That's the worst contract. That's the worst player in the NBA. What that guy's value is complete garbage, dude. Piece of shit. What a
2: crazy. Like, we talk about the great trades. In his, uh, what a crazy non-trade for the Golden State Warriors not to give up Klay Thompson for this fucking piece oh, of hell trash. hell
3: yeah. yeah. No, and then did you, did you see uh, Kevin Love was going to give him a high five, and LeBron's like, shut up! Yeah. Did you see that? That was awesome. Kevin Love thought he
2: was getting dabs, and said uh, LeBron, LeBron bitched at him. Him. Yeah.
3: So, all right, so anyway. Game six. Game six, do you think they have a chance, or is this over in six?
2: I think Golden State takes it. I just, you know. I, so well, Golden, I'll yeah. always, you know me. Like, so you're going to agree with that, Aaron? Before the game, I'm always picking Golden State. Okay, so just you're that agreeing with Aaron? Producer Goss, do you have anything? Golden State for sure. So, all right. Even at Cleveland, for a second year in a row, yeah, Cleveland will have to row, watch Golden yeah. State celebrate on their home floor. Yep. Sorry, at the Q.
3: So peace out, Dan at Gilbert. the dub now, it's gonna be called. No. So okay. So basketball, we're done. We'll revisit it. Now if if next week, by next no, week, we'll come to this guy pulled off the greatest oh, comeback, shit, but I will wear thing, my LeBron jersey next show and I will proclaim I, I'm not, that he's the greatest. If he pulls I've this never out. been
2: a conspiracy theorist, but man, does the NBA desperately want this shit to go seven games. Oh, Can you sure. imagine the ratings for LeBron to be to like you know, maybe pull this it'll off. It would be crazy. It would be fucking insane it'll for it'll the NBA. It be so
1: crazy.
3: Okay. Um, all right. I'm getting a You're headache. Done? You're done the tumor. <laughs> <That's enough. laughs> All right. So um, now there's also some other stuff going on besides basketball right oh, now. A little bit. A little oh, bit. Yeah. This is hashtag summer of soccer. I, you know, what? I know it.
2: I, I really can't. I was thinking about it. And I'm like, okay, when we get into like the dog days of summer, right? What are we going to talk about? The June, July, all we have is baseball, which I I'm do perfectly fine baseball. with, and I fucking love baseball.
3: I can do fantasy but, baseball
2: all day. like, we have the Summer Olympics this year. My yep. boy Aaron, yep. he's going to cover that for us, so it's all good. <laughs> uh, we have Copa America, we have the Euro, that only comes around once every four years. Mm-hmm. It's just, I, I really can't complain, man. It's been fucking awesome. It's the kind of shit, like, Gus, remember, you texted us the other day, and you're like, for the first time in years, I sat down in front of my TV, and I just watched soccer all day. And oh, it was dude. awesome.
3: Saturday and Sunday, from 8 a.m., the first Euro game, all the mm-hmm. way up to, like, the 10 or 9 p.m. game in uh, Copa America. Yeah. Yeah. There was soccer going on all freaking day. So right. fucking cool. So awesome. let's, let's recap Copa America right now, okay? Yeah. USA won the group. Oh, oh yeah, they've looked a lot better since the
2: last time we were pitching yeah, the about them. Since the last time
3: we were pitching them out, they've looked a Even lot better. Even though
2: the last time was after the before the like, nothing, go- and then they. But like, two if you if you heard our critique of them la- oh, uh, yeah. last week, now <laughs> we <laughs> look like assholes because they won their group. No, don't, don't, know, know, no, no, no. Hold on, hold, hold
3: on, hold on. Now we're like, Disclam- you like that? Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. That's what they're like. Clint Dempsey's like, you like that? No, but disclaimer though. Colombia's Klinsman is like, you like that? Uh, Michael, Michael,
3: Bradley. Beasley. Michael, Michael, Bradley. Bradley. Michael Beasley
1: <laughs> okay. Michael Beasley Michael Bradley. Beasley
3: says that about weed
1: You like that? Alright
3: so the, the uh, USA got a huge help with the fact that Colombia all of a sudden decided in their third game to play a complete B, B team. They didn't yeah. have a single starter from their first two games in the no. starting lineup including the goalie. They go down two goals early to, uh, pro, to Costa Rica well, to Costa Rica. They come back and try to fight it. They got it two within one and ended up losing so they basically gifted the first place in the in the group to USA, which in turn means USA now plays Ecuador. Yeah. Uh, when is that? Too? Tough match. Tomorrow. That's tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. I will be
2: rocking my brand new soccer uh, 2015 kit away jersey. Yeah, that, nice. that that little uh, ocean wave blue. Oh yeah. baby. I gotta get that
3: one. That one. Is I'm undefeated.
2: Yes. I'm undefeated like when You're wearing undefeated. that jersey. I
3: like that.
2: Uh, or we are undefeated.
3: Yes. Okay. We're undefeated. I oh, yeah. believe
2: yeah. that we will win. That's right.
3: I believe that we you know? will win. We're not
4: gonna do it. Why not? Let's do it. Let's do it. Go. I believe no, that we got will to, win. You got to do the thing. I, I believe. I believe. I believe that. I believe that. We, I, believe I believe that we. I believe that we will win. win. I believe that's that we will win. I believe that we will win. That's enough.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right, go okay, on. All of us in the pit. No. Oh, no. Okay, so that's tomorrow.
4: I'm not even sure we did that
2: 100% correct. No, absolutely not. Okay, so first of all, you gotta be drunk and in a bar somewhere oh, wearing yeah, like no. a flag over you and nothing else. There's wait, some outlaw wait, wait, wait. listening hold to on, the show right on, now. Like, fuck these guys. Wait,
3: we got a, the big, big upset of the weekend, Copa America, bro. Brazil, man. Totally yeah. getting the boot by Peru. What is it? The They're not de, the only ones who got the boot. <laughs> uh, the Inca God came The Inca God. The Inca God came out. Uh, Veracocha.
4: God. Veracocha. There Veracocha. we go. There we go.
3: Yeah. And uh, so Peru upsets Brazil. So Brazil is out, and then they kick their guy out. Yes. Dunga. That Dunga got fired. Now disclaimer, Dunga that fired. goal. Hey, disclaimer, that goal from one angle, <laughs> the top angle, it looks like he hit it with his hand. Yeah. Lower angle, you can make the case that it went that, up the thigh. thigh yeah. It's it's on the Only The only person that knows what happened is the goalie who saw it right in his face and the guy Look, who I mean uh, bad, weaseled it out. Bad
2: beat, bro. You know, bad like beat. it yeah. sucks, yeah, to you know, on that one singular moment, but come on, like Brazil is supposed to be so much more of an I, I understand they didn't have their big superstar in Neymar. But Still, they're just supposed to be so much more of a better team of, than this. The days uh, of Joga
3: Bonito are gone, man. It, yeah, those days are gone. It's just day, day. they had
2: three games to not let it come to yeah. this yeah. shit. But at exactly. the same time, you know? look Dunga
4: said. deservedly fired, man. There were yes, so many absolutely. guys. He has no idea what he's so doing many about. guys he could have called up to play uh, for so much talent on that team. bench
2: while this team is losing oh, or dude. or tying,
3: you know, into the late stages of the game. So with that loss, Brazil then uh, is eliminated, Peru takes the spot. And uh, Peru gets rewarded with a game against Colombia. So, now in my household, <laughs> it's going to be a house divided. Uh, yeah. So, I'm looking for a place to watch the game on Friday. <laughs> um, Colombia versus Peru. Uh, that's going to be at MetLife. And the USA game is going to be at CenturyLink Field, which is going to be cool because you're going to get all those Seattle fans up there. Oh, uh, yeah. um, now, the next day Twelve after men. that, you 12 men 12th man applies even. soccer. Man. So, the next day after that, on the… Uh, what is that? The 18th, yep. we have two games. Uh, we're going to have Argentina-Venezuela, which I think… I mean, Venezuela's put up a great run. The vino Tinto has the vino surprised tinto. everybody, but I think yeah, I think it ends. Argentina, too good, and then you have Mexico they have been a pretty cool versus story Chile uh, in the nightcap from yeah. Levi Stadium, and Mexico versus Chile, man, that's that's I, a good I, Mexico's one. Mexico's the hot team, but, but Chile is the defending champions in Copa America. Yeah. I don't know. Point is, good. we got a great weekend of soccer.
2: See, si, see, si.
3: we have a lot more soccer, summer of soccer. <laughs> si, si. <laughs> we got the U.S. Open Cup and NASL going on today. Uh, we got to check in the scores. Those start now. I think they just started. They just kicked off now. So we'll uh, we'll know those. We'll post those on Twitter, the scores. Um, the
2: NASL spring season has officially come to an end. Yes. Here.
3: Congratulations to the Indy 11, who uh, take home the title. Yeah, hey, hey, good job on them, man. Now, yeah.
2: very much looking forward to the beginning of the fall season. Yes. Where we will be at Lockhart Stadium July 2nd. As the Miami FC travel, oh, I don't know, about 45 minutes north if yep. they catch some traffic on I-95. Three accidents. To Lockhart Stadium <laughs> yep. for the beginning of the fall season. It's going to be awesome. We'll be there. We'll be impartial. Yes. We'll be rooting for both teams.
3: Yes, absolutely. We'll be hanging out on both uh, benches. We'll be hanging out with Day Brigade and Flight 19. Hell yeah. Now um – um and uh, we hope
2: that you can join us.
3: Now, I wanted to just specify. The, okay, so the spring season champion is automatically qualified into the championship, which is the playoff at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. So, Indy Eleven secured one of the four spots. Yep. Now, the the next spot will be secured by the fall season winner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. And if it's the same as Indy, then it'll be the second place. And then what it is, the next best records, the next two teams. So you're gonna have four teams in a fourteen playoff. That's uh-huh. how they determine how they do it. All so right. that's cool. Um, now, the good thing is, the there's a the Total season, both uh, tables, uh, both fall and spring combined, is also an, uh, the winner of that goes into so Fort Lauderdale is still sitting good at right. the top of the the table there or close to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miami's got some work to do, but hey, second season a lot longer. They could put it together, get some stuff going, and it will. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Good
2: news is they have more points than Puerto Rico FC coming into the league yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the fall season.
3: <laughs> Not much, but some. That's now, right. Uh, the other big tournament going on Euro. Well, Rams wrapping
2: spring. up uh, on the NASL, Minnesota oh, yeah. will then leave the league after the fall season.
3: Yeah,
2: and, they'll be joining uh, the MLS. Well, they'll fold, right? Because that's technically what, well, since don't we don't have is, like is a promotion and
3: relegation se- system. Yeah, is it at the end of the season or next? Yeah, the end of the fall season, I is believe. It? Yeah. Because I, so I don't Minnesota. think they play until the next year after, not next season, the next year. I might be wrong. Well, we'll. we'll I think we'll this revisit. is the last season
2: in the NASL, but we'll, we'll we'll revisit that. However, because we don't have a promotion and relegation system, basically they'd fold as an NASL, NASL franchise and open as an MLS franchise. Is that correct?
3: Yeah. All right. So let's see. Let's break on through to the next. The thing. Euro. The Euro. Oh, break yeah. through that ceiling. Break through that ceiling. And then the other ceiling. Um, Your boys. My boys in blue. Is that French? Le French.
4: Oh, they're looking dominant, man. No, Your boy. No, Your dude. boy. Oh, Payette.
3: You didn't watch the game, bro. Didn't yeah, I did. Game. We watched it. Dude, oh, I didn't watch we today's game. game. Yeah, look, put it this way. I caught France, the second half when I got here. Yeah, France was looking like USA in that first game, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but except it was more frustrating because you know there's much more talent on the French side. Now, they didn't start Pogba and they didn't start Griezmann. They, put but him they in did the star,
2: Edwin's favorite boy from Arsenal.
3: Oh, God, I hate Olivier Giroud, bro. That guy is just, I don't want to say it because he's affiliated, but he's like <laughs> somebody that I know just a little bit better. But he sucks, bro. That guy <laughs> sucks. Arsenal sucks. I don't care. Suck it. But um,
4: <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking
3: about. Olivier he Giroud, he missed easy opportunities and he can't finish, bro. Yeah. That guy's just like 20% accurate, and that's, apparently it's that's enough to be the, start but Payette, the starting But Payet, Payet is looking awesome, man. man. That okay.
2: guy made a fan dude, out of you me. You're so right when you're saying that he's not going to be at West End for long. Yeah,
3: he's, he's going to be. That guy is going to get a that,
2: big-ass contract
4: on a big-ass team. The only team. thing is that he's he's like close to 30, which is not good when Doesn't you're matter. trying he's to put a new contract, but, but it, whatever, dude. Danny Somebody will sign him. He's hungry for crepes. Yeah,
3: Let's go. Creps. But anyway... And France scores two goals in the 90th minute and Escal go. Nothing. Yeah, what's the best-looking team go. in the Euro so far that you've uh, seen that you think? Man, but we've, we've seen every team play yeah. once. Yes. So well, I mean, but that, that's just it,
2: right? Like one-game sample. Initial impressions.
3: Yeah. There's also the big stat on the. On the Euro, besides today's game and yesterday's Hungary game, yeah. every goal has been decided by one goal or, or less. There's been no two goals. There's been no two yeah. goal lead other than yesterday and today.
2: Look, I don't know that I have a, a team that's that's been uh, most impressive, but I was really surprised. Much like Gus, we were talking about this. I was really surprised at how Ukraine played Germany. Yeah. They were really good against yeah. Germany, and Germany clearly picked as one of the favorites is not the overwhelming favorite, and. Ah uh, man, Ukraine played them really well. It was until the last, you know, the last yeah. few minutes that uh, Germany
3: was able to get 2 all on them. What about the fact that eight percent of Iceland's population is in France? Yeah, right I like now to watch Iceland. That's That's crazy. Crazy. Yeah,
4: just just in case you don't know, population and, uh, of Iceland is three hundred and thirty-two thousand five hundred twenty-nine. So that means a little over twenty-six thousand people traveled from Iceland to France, which is eight percent of the population. It's yeah, pretty right. crazy,
2: yeah. and, and only to bother Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah, who was not happy. He's not no. happy.
4: I'm not happy.
2: <laughs> what do you say, guys?
4: Oh, Cristiano. All right. So I he came out and he said that he that uh, when when they tied him up and the game was over, he said that he thought that they'd won the Euros, sarcastically, the way that they celebrated at the end. It was unbelievable. And he said that uh, when they don't try to play and just defend, 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 this, in his opinion, shows a small mentality their, and it uh, shows that they're not going to do anything in the competition.
3: Okay, first thing, as a Chelsea fan, I believe in parking the bus on defense. Okay, so I'm <laughs> fine with that. That's true. Now, yeah. you usually Second thing, do- throw them in the pit. No!
1: Oh, no.
2: Don't be a fucking bitch, dude. Don't be a buzzkill. Just let them celebrate the way they want to. They just won a huge game or they didn't win, but they tied a huge game against a huge nation with maybe the world's best soccer player on it.
3: Exactly. And I, I was going to say the parking the bus, that's fine. I prefer you do it when you have the lead. That makes more sense. But to defend Iceland, though, this was their first major tournament. They just qualified and that was their first ever goal on an international it's a level. a huge match for that them. That was a huge yeah. deal. These guys now, hey, Portugal, you should have blown these guys out. That's plain and simple. Bro. Iceland yeah. has no business being here. There was a benefit bro. of expansion in the tournament, and they took advantage of it. And you know what? Hey, the nation, this beautiful country, had their moment. Let them enjoy it. You should have won. It. You should have had a chance to seal it out. And if you're that good, sure. And I like Ronaldo. I'm not. Oh, I like, you, too, I like him too. No. I like him, but it was kind of a little. I respect fishy, his play. <laughs> It was kind of a little bitchy crying, but what whatever. He?
4: No, no, he celebrates more when he when he scores a penalty against Granada or something. Yeah, like, come on, so, gay, get the fuck out of here, guy.
3: Whatever, but uh, but anyway, the yeah, I think I I don't think France is really. I'm still concerned about France because Albania today was like their the weakest opponent in the team in the in their group and they struggled. Spain looked good. Um, the other team that I thought oh, looked Spain looked okay. They got
2: yeah. a goal on a defender's header. Italy, like whatever. <laughs> Italy, Italy
3: uh, England
4: shocked everybody. No, England, England looked good for like no, 85 England minutes. Does, England,
2: England did what England does. Of course. Which is course. like, uh, what was it? Uh, when, when Green,
4: like the ball yeah. squirted by the him, USA. the USA, remember? Mm-hmm. That, like
2: <laughs> England did what England does, which is they looked
3: impressive and then they just couldn't fucking finish. They just blew That's it out. They, they
4: looked good for like 85 minutes at the end. They
3: looked respectable for 85 minutes because they had one goal. And they, they got it on a nice free, on a nice free kick. But the other team, Belgium, bro. What the fuck, man? They yeah. got beat by a, yeah. uh, by a rebuilding Italy team with an aging goalkeeper, and they had Chiellini just sending passes from way no. about where, and it was no. real, They just dominated With no Pirlo. And no, no <laughs> Pirlo. Yeah.
2: And no Nesta. No Nesta. I'm not that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, what else? Uh, what other lingering thoughts do you have there on the uh, Euro? Or I'm really else? looking
2: forward to tomorrow's match, man. I can't. Oh, yeah, dude. The USA in the quarters, this is like one, you know, this is it. Like, there's, there's no more group soccer, stage bro. or anything like that. uh. Oh. Summer of so excited! So excited to wear my jersey. Oh. So excited to slip that puppy on and just like rub myself in it.
3: Anybody want to watch the <laughs> Columbia game with me? I need I need an audience. Need an audience. Yeah, that's <laughs> my bro,
2: I'm always down to fucking watch some shit. Awesome, Hell yeah,
3: awesome. All right, um, so quick hits here before we go. I just want to point out NHL. Uh, congrats, Sidney Crosby. I hate him. Ah. He won a championship <laughs> or something. Penguins. Uh, I'm still seeing red, bro. You're the rat. Listen. Vegas. Linda, Linda, Linda. Listen, Linda.
2: <laughs> listen, if the Islanders were, hadn't been bitches against the Panthers, we would have handled business against Tampa, and then handled business against the Penguins.
3: That's right. All right. We'd be the rats would have ruled. We would have been uh, reporting live from Ticket tape Parade for the Panthers.
4: That would have nice. Um,
3: anyway, another NHL quick hit here. Las Vegas got announced a franchise, and they got to pay five hundred million, yeah. half a billion dollars, just to get the team, and then all the investments. I don't know if that's, dude. Like Las Vegas. I get it, and there's there's a lot. It's a tourist city. Yeah. But is that can they really count on people? Hey, I'm gonna go to Vegas. I'm gonna go party. I'm gonna go drink. I'm gonna go gamble, and I'm gonna go catch a hockey game. Yeah. Well, like, think like, about like, it. Look, there's I, so I, I much was, to do there. I don't know if I, that's. Yeah, yeah, I was know listening know.
4: to people talk about it, and it's they have their population is is roughly the same size as Miami's population, and that's like residents, not tourists. So well, yeah, they have a much lot of more tourists spread
3: out too. Right. Vegas, the yes. actual city, like the strip, is very yeah. concentrated. And in the rest of the city, it's kind of like mm-hmm. Jacksonville. Jacksonville is the biggest city in Florida. Yeah. But if you go up there, it's just a vast nothingness. You know exactly. So but those people have been
4: clamoring for something. They have nothing right now. They all they have is UNLV basketball. Oh yeah. So, you know, yes, know what I mean? San <laughs> Antonio only,
3: only has basketball. There's a lot of cities that only have some stuff. Is yeah. it sustainable? Is it worth five hundred million? That just seems like a well, thing. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, it's right? you it's you know, a big yeah. population I, I think city. The so still out
4: on whether
2: Las Vegas can, uh, can uh, support a professional franchise.
3: Yeah, it's five hundred million mm-hmm. for a, a sport in and in a team that we just deemed yeah. as going to be the fifth biggest sport in the country yeah you know so yeah. all right um do you have any other that's interesting do you want to point out well yeah, Gus has a couple marlins
4: things. uh closed the gap in NL lease last night yeah but they lost right. oh yeah they lost today they lost. they lost today that's each okay. Ichiro uh, getting closer to three thousand every day. He, yeah, he yeah. Uh, today he officially passed uh, Pete Rose and well, uh, unofficially, unofficially actually yeah. unofficially, yeah. unofficially passes pass- passed pass- tied and right. passed I'm tied and the same and game. Passed, correct. And we
2: got uh, a salty Pete Rose beat out an infield single so in the so first. I mean, what, what other way would you have him tie? Uh, you know, that, he's, to break then, 3, he's gonna break three thousand. He's gonna get double. his three thousand hits. Yeah, it's gonna absolutely. be like a
3: bunt single down a drag bunt down at first. Yeah, that's gonna be his three thousandth hit. Or a slap. You don't think he's
2: gonna do a Derek Jeter style and just go to the seats?
3: Nah, 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 no. Only two guys did that. A Rod. The other. Oh. Uh, did did A Rod hit his three thousandth homer? Yeah. Okay, so three guys have done it. Do you know who the third guy is? It was A Rod been... Jeter and another Yankee, but he didn't do it as a Yankee though.
4: No idea. Wade Boggs, Tampa oh. Bay. Yeah,
3: oh. he hit a home run. His three thousandth hit. Um,
4: Very nice. So,
1: How cool. What's
3: up? How cool. How cool. Is what that? a way to go, man. Telling, I still think, bro, home run is still the most pimp thing you can do in sports, bro.
2: Yeah, but you're biased because baseball is your favorite sport. Still, bro. If somebody who loves basketball, they'd say like pulsarizing somebody. I
4: I, I like saugers. It's a chilena for me. (laughs) Yeah,
3: no, bro pimp trot, bro. None of it gets you
4: a Well pimp that's trap. the thing. You that's get three
2: hundred and sixty feet of glory to Hell just yeah, trot. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And if you're Bartolo yeah, Galone, you can take right. like three minutes. Oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> Nobody know. <laughs> exactly. to the bases. There's
3: no Bartolo Galone doing a Chilena or anybody. It looks like Bartolo Galone doing a Chilena, but Bartolo you. can hit a thing king, in, bro. King
4: king of the of the bathlip, uh Michelangeli, whatever his last name is. Oh shout Yes, absolutely. Shout out to the kings making it to Omaha. Onto Omaha. Onto
3: Omaha. And uh going up against Arizona now. Wildcats. I got a friend out in Arizona. He's a Wildcats fan. Ugly girl, if you're listening to this. Their
2: catcher, their catcher suck. Zach Collins, drafted tenth <laughs> overall by the Chicago White Sox. Uh-huh. Really impressive. Good and uh, oh, uh,
3: Jason Hayward's brother got drafted too by the Canes. A few guys got drafted yeah. by the Canes.
2: So oh, from right. the Canes, from the Canes,
3: from the Canes. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I think we had a good show today. Uh,
2: but yeah, I that's believe interesting. Gus has a couple of that's interesting. Oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. We got that. Yeah, interesting. that's interesting. Here
4: we go.
1: That's amazing.
4: So fetch. Holy shit. What the fuck is this shit?
1: That's very interesting.
4: <laughs> All right, so my that's interesting for today has to do with Von Miller's contract. Von Miller plays for the Denver Broncos. Um, oh, he has yeah. one okay. year left. Played. Played, well, played yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got one year left this season on his contract, and he does not want to get the franchise tag. That's correct. Right? So he's thinking about sitting out this year, right, which will... Prevent him from getting franchise tagged, and then he'll just be a free agent next year. No, he got about an it, offer. What yeah. for a contract extension from Denver? Yeah, he okay. got an Six offer. Ron 14. Miller got an offer. That's correct. Mm-hmm.
2: However, he was not happy with the
3: guaranteed money.
4: Yeah,
2: Thirty-nine, yeah.
3: right? And uh, the the Eagles just gave some guy who pretty much none okay, of us Okay, it's knew not some guy. Stop. Okay. It. Fletcher is not some guy. <laughs> Fletcher is not some guy, but he's a guy that most people wouldn't recognize and has sixty-three no start. million 63 dollars million, guaranteed, the, the most yeah. for biggest any for a non qb So, yeah. I mean. I uh You know I Denver, like, what are you doing? You, your quarterback is Mark Sanchez? That's their quarterback? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Franchise? Is Hell that yeah. what it is? is? that the franchise? Is that what we were the talking franchise. about? The franchise? <laughs> the franchise? Absolutely. Is that's your quarterback, dude? Just spend some money. Give this guy what he deserves. Never forget. He's he he, never he forget earned the it, man. He's the best guy on your yeah. defense, and that's all you have next season. You're gonna be a shell of yourself if you don't resign this guy or give him his money, he's gonna go elsewhere and somebody else will give it to him. Dude, so. For exactly. as long as
4: I live, I'll never have a better Thanksgiving than the butt fumble. The butt fumble <laughs> <And
3: Thanksgiving>. forever <laughs> in our hearts. Thank you, Mark Sanchez.
4: Hell yeah. And now, now, so what makes this interesting yeah. is that if he sits out this season uh-huh. and becomes a free agent next season, okay. if he get if he cuts a max deal somewhere, he'll make up what he would have lost by not playing this season, yeah. he, and then some.
3: He's still young too, so you could exactly. say you could kind of think of it like if he had an ACL or something. But the powers of the players—you never want to miss out a season, though, man, especially in football. The, the players' yeah.
2: power so has been such an evolution in in the sports world here, but I would think that it's tra- like. I would would have thought that other sports would have been trending the other way. As opposed to the NFL guaranteeing more money as it is now. It seems like with every contract, there's more guaranteed money. Yeah. Until maybe the time that the entire contract will be guaranteed. Whereas, like, you know, like in baseball, all of these pitchers that aren't living up to their contract. Or even Giancarlo Stanton, who's right now, like, really
3: slumping Mm -hmm. and he's got that huge contract. Sorry, Stanton. Throw him in the pit. Oh, no! Well, he hit a
2: double last night. But still, I would think that it would be trending the other way. Instead, football is guaranteeing more money these days, which is kind of crazy. But... It's not nearly enough for Von Miller, apparently. He still sucks.
3: Von Miller? <laughs> no. Stanton, bro. Oh. Very disappointing, man. Talking Very about dis- the, you're talking, it, talking man. about the and Super Bowl it, MVP. And, uh, and the Marlins have been playing good, man. You know, you think if... Imagine if he was doing what you'd expect, at least no. part of it. We uh, could with today's loss, be... the
2: Marlins are 34 and 32. Yeah. I do agree with them. In, in this one thing, they have to break Stanton out of this funk. If the Marlins are going to do anything special, yeah. their $325 million guy has to do something here. Something, something. In the middle of the lineup.
3: So, um, anyway, shout-out to the Marlins. Shout-out yeah. to uh, good luck, um, Strikers, tonight. And uh, Thank you
2: once again, Aaron, for joining us today. That was a you, lot of Aaron. fun. A lot of yeah. fun.
3: Thank you guys for listening. I have – this is uh, your boy, Larry Fresh. <laughs> Fresh! <laughs> there you go. Uh, producer Fungus. Oh, yeah. Hipster Rick. My name is – Hipster!
1: That's
3: what it is. And uh, Mark and his warm hot dogs. And uh, with that, we say goodnight. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Later. Ha <music> ha!